This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 137. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Very excited to have you here, as always. And, you know, I've just noticed that I'm wearing a jumper today for the first time in many months. <laughs> and uh, it's a sign, isn't it, that, that at least... For those of us in the northern hemisphere, things are changing, and the uh, the winter months are coming. And this is a time when, personally, I often find that I suffer a bit of a motivational slump in my language learning. And so, I, it's always good to, at this time, to kind of recognise that and to start to plan for ways to sustain motivated. You know, when maybe you know you don't have a big, exciting summer holiday to look forward to. And there are lots of ways of doing this. Um, you know, in in the Fluent Spanish Academy, for example, we have monthly uh, live trainings where we kind of all get together and say, right, this is what we're going to focus on for the month. And that's a great way to focus you and give you that kind of short-term focus. I um, One of the things that I'm doing myself is I'm really learning Chinese characters hard at the moment, and I'm just about to start a, a daily video series all about that. Um, and so that's going to motivate me to keep going, even when I don't feel like it. So have a think. and Think, if, what can you be doing? What can you set in place right now to make sure that you stay motivated and you can you can preempt the uh, the kind of autumn blues if you like. All right then. Well, one of the best ways to stay motivated, of course, is by speaking. And the best place to get speaking practice in the language you're learning is with Italki, who are the sponsors of the show. You can get a free lesson by going to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's question, which comes from Switzerland and from Joy. Hi, Ollie. My name is Joy Fisher. I'm from America and I'm living in Germany and Switzerland right now. So I'm studying German and I'm teaching English. And I have to say, and thank you for your podcast and your website because they've really helped me with my students and also with my German learning. So thanks so much for all the tips that you put out there. Um, They're very useful. So my question is about relationships. My boyfriend is Swiss. He speaks Swiss German and he speaks high German. And from the beginning of our relationship, we've been speaking English with each other. His English is really good. And so it's just always been very comfortable. Now that I've been studying German and I live here, he would like me to switch over to German and he would like to be able to speak to me in German, which is fair enough. But I'm having a really hard time feeling comfortable speaking to him in German. I feel like it sort of changes the dynamic of our relationship and we always switch back to English quite quickly. So I just wondered if you had any tips about that. Um, So thank you again. Bye. Hey, Joy, thank you so much for your question. And um, first of all, I'd just like to say thank you for the compliments on the podcast. Uh, I have a background in teaching and um, many years of classroom experience, actually, um, teaching English and and learning about teaching and uh, language acquisition and so on. So it's always really gratifying for me to hear that the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast is useful for for, for you as a teacher as well. So Thanks for that. It's really great to hear. And if, if you're a teacher listening and you'd like to ask me teaching-related questions, please do. I'm very happy to talk about that stuff. Um, it doesn't come up all that often, but I know that we have plenty of teachers here in the audience. You know, Joy, I have to say, this is the the fourth or fifth take I've done of this um, because I, I, I started answering your question and um, I was unhappy or unsatisfied with my resp- responses, which uh, doesn't happen very often. 
but I think it reflects the, the fact that this is a really difficult topic. Now, we did cover it in episode 29. Uh, a listener asked about learning his wife's language. And we then went on to talk about something related in episode 41, which is about introverts and language learning. And both of those episodes received a lot of comments. And the reason is that emotions cannot be separated from language learning. They really they, they can't. They're inextricably linked. And we, you know, we, language learning is a very, you know, it's a long-term thing. It's a difficult thing, but it's not just about the language. You have to kind of navigate the interaction with another person during the whole, uh, every time that you use the language. Now, with someone that you don't know or with a language partner or something like that, it's okay. You can be kind of more, more clinical and focus on the language. But the, the basic issue we've got in this situation is that your boyfriend or, or your partner, whoever, you know, for, for anyone else listening, you're, they are not your teacher. And so when you, when you enter a relationship like this and language is positioned as the thing that you are learning or the object of study, that creates some friction because you've got on the one hand your relationship with the person and on the other hand this thing which you need a lot of, a lot of repetition and practice and it's a very, it's a very unromantic thing, you know, kind of going over verb forms and noun endings and things like that. Um, so, We've got to approach it with this uh, uh, this angle. Now, a lot of the, um, the the answer to this dilemma, Joy, I think comes down to your level in the language. Now, you didn't mention how good your German is, um, and you said you often end up switching back to English. So one issue is, okay, well, first of all, why does that switching happen? Does it happen because your German, you, you struggle to actually maintain the interaction in German? Or is it because it just doesn't feel right? You know, you can you can do it fine in German. It just doesn't feel right, and therefore you you switch back to to English for that reason. And they're two separate problems. Let's start first of all with the the linguistic side of it. Um, you know, I think we can we can really separate this into levels, and, and we can see that if you are at a beginner stage, you know, it's unrealistic to expect a you know, uh, ongoing interaction, uh, you know, it's unrealistic to expect any meaningful interaction with your boyfriend in German. You, you just don't have the linguistic skills yet. You know, you have to go away and study hard like everybody else. And um, I would just give you my standard advice in this situation, which is separate the relationship and the language learning. You know, go and get a teacher. Make 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 your language learning happen outside the classroom. That's how you're going to... Um, that's how you're going to ensure that you've got the discipline and the structure to learn. Okay, That's if you're at a beginner level. Now, if you're at a more intermediate level, then things change because you can already hold conversations. It's, you know, all you really got to do now is keep going. And, you know, what most people lack, one of the reasons that people get like stagnated at an intermediate plateau is because they don't have the, the opportunity to use the language enough for it to become natural and normal and part of everyday life. Now, you do because you're in the in the the sort of happy situation of your boyfriend actually wanting you to use German. Many people have the opposite problem, which is to say that they um, their partner enjoys speaking English. Maybe 
one of the sort of foundations of the relationship for them is the fact that they get to speak English. Um, and they don't, they're not encouraging of the, um, the fact that you would want to practice your foreign language with them. Um, that's very tough if you're in that situation. And I, I know a lot of people listening, uh, are in exactly that situation. That's tough. You are very fortunate that your boyfriend wants you to speak in, uh, German and by all accounts is kind of happy to help you practice it. So if you're at this intermediate level, you, you, I mean, know that you've got the perfect situation, the perfect uh, environment. All you've got to do now is sort of say to him, like, I appreciate your support. Let's do this. And then you just got to speak and speak and speak. And that's how you're going to, um, you know, and you will, Breakthrough, you will progress and, and you, and linguistic, again, linguistically speaking, you will, sooner than you know it, um, find yourself able to hold the conversations that you want. I mean, that, that will happen. Um, now, if you're more advanced, then, you know, I think it, it ceases to become a linguistic thing and it's just an emotional thing. Now, the emotional aspect of this, which is perhaps points to the lack of authenticity in your interactions that you're talking about, this is a current that runs through all of your interactions. And so this really applies to everything. And, you know, I think that if you are, if you're at that advanced level, you know, your German's already good, it just doesn't really fit as a home language with your boyfriend, then I really think the only thing you can do is just to keep coming and trust that the authenticity will come. Now, one tip that I give you to help this along is to have a predefined time of day or situation in which you speak German. So that, you know, I, I don't know what your, your kind of routines are, but you could say, for example, that over dinner you speak German or on weekends you speak German. What that does is it gives you, it, it stops the, um, it stops the prospect of German, speaking German being a kind of endless thing. And so if you're feeling a kind of problem with authenticity, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to live with it forever. You just have to do it, say, for this one hour or just for today. And you can kind of, you can live with that for the sake, for the, the sort of grander goal of improving the language. Um, you can say, all right, for the, for this, for this hour or during this dinner, we're going to speak. German and I know that at the end of it we can switch back to English and breathe a big sigh of relief or whatever the case may be. Um, by setting a defined time, you it helps you to kind of manage those feelings and emotions, I think. The other thing that I would do is pay attention to those moments in which you switch back to English and talk about them. So if Whenever it happens, whenever you kind of feel this this frustration building up and you switch back to English, stop and say to your boyfriend, look, this just happened. Why did it happen? And be very honest about your feelings and you'll discover what, what it comes down to. It might be a vocabulary problem. It might be because you just couldn't express yourself. But if you're kind of open and you discuss this this rationale, and try to understand why it is that you switch back to English, then you're going to both be on the same page, which is then going to help you navigate that in future. Okay. I think a combination of those two things will, will really help. Um, but in general, you know, Joy, I just say like, you're very lucky to have this situation. It's a fantastic opportunity for you. And I think if you can kind of, um, grit your teeth a little bit and, um, and really press on and just, 
use the language and speak and with, and then be open and honest with your boyfriend about the, the emotional struggles you're having, then I think you've got a fantastic opportunity and, and you could really, um, you could really, you know, your, your German has got <laughs> really, really wonderful potential. You know, friendships, I've always found, you know, this is a related point, I've always found that friendships that begin in one language almost never switch to another. It's extremely rare for that to happen. Um, and I, I don't mean romantic relationships only. I mean, you know, relationships between friends as well. I, I cannot, th- I cannot think of any friendship I've ever had where the language has switched. Um, and most people I know find the same thing. So you are really up against it. Um, but it can be done and it's something that you can do. It is ultimately going to come down to your passion and your desire to really make that happen. All right, so I hope that's helpful. If you would like to ask me a question, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash ask, and you can leave a voicemail question there. Uh, at the end of every show, I'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And, you know, back in episode uh, 29, when we talked about um, the listener learning his wife's language, we mentioned, I, I linked to an article from the Hacking Chinese blog, which was all about um, learning uh, you know, boyfriends and girlfriends in China and learning Chinese under those circumstances. It's a fantastic article, very emotional. Um, and um, I'm going to recommend that you um, go go back and listen to that as well. I'll put that in, t- uh, sorry, to, to read that article again because it's uh, it, it's really great and really helps to dig into these um, these emotional issues. I'll put that link to that in the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 137. If you'd like to make a comment on this episode. Maybe you've got some opinions or some advice for Joy. Um, please go to the same place, the show notes, um, and you can leave a comment there and we can have a bit of a discussion, which is always good. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.